Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Make It Make Sense by Danielle. This week, I'm going to be talking about steps to change your life that helped me. Now, for those of you that don't know, hi, I'm Danielle. I'm mentally ill, and basically, I spent about a year of my life trying to basically unfuck it, rewire it, however you want to word it. That's what I kind of did and just let myself rot in my own head, my own mental health and marinate in it just to figure out what is actually going to make me happy in this life because I was at, I was like, I, I'm looking up. I'm, my back's on the ground and I'm looking up, looking for answers. I've been through therapy. I've been through certain support groups. Like I've done a variety of things that I found in trying to get better throughout my mental illnesses throughout my life and nothing really felt like it stuck. And I want, and even when I was younger, there was always this feeling that I'm not going to get better here when I was still living in my hometown, living with my family. There was just something about it that I was like, I, you could send me to a hospital. You could send me to as many therapists as you want. Like, I'm not going to get better because the call's coming from inside the house, babe. And now that I'm an adult, obviously I moved out. I moved away from my parents. Like I'm not in that household, not in that environment anymore, but these feelings these thoughts they're still looming around and even as a full ass grown adult i'm realizing how much of my traumas and my triggers are rooted in those childhood wounds still back in my hometown in illinois so when i was kind of breaking up this episode and kind of trying to segment it and this is kind of how i lead life coaching too in the sessions these are like the markers i kind of go off of in the way i was able to learn how to love myself again and learning how to just be a better version of myself and these are just the things that helped me and kind of trying to break it down in a very clear concise way and i wanted to share on here because i think we're all just trying to feel a little bit better in this world and no one's exactly telling us to but everyone's telling us you're not fucking enough and before i dive into these tips i'm just going to start by saying that you as you are right now are enough and worthy and deserving of everything you want in this world and it is simply the choice in learning how you can achieve that for yourself and the first when you think of yourself as being someone so great and so deserving of all these good things like that's what you want like you have these desires you want them to happen to you right so a part of you knows that you're worthy of it already it just takes you having to strip away those layers, those doubts, those negative looming voices of saying, you're not enough, you're not good enough, you can't do this because of this, you can't do that because of this. And just changing your perspective on saying like, okay, but what if I can? What if I do this? And learning how you could start to make that possible for you by changing your perspective. Now, the first thing to change though about your situation, especially if you're not happy with it and you want to change, you want better for yourself, you have to start off with acknowledging that you want better and that you deserve better. And a huge part of that is also acknowledging that the way you're living, the way that you're allowing yourself to treat you is not healthy. Whether it's through addiction, whether it's through some sort of substance abuse, or even if it's just through self-hate in general. I think a lot of us neglect our own needs more than we are aware of and even that we like to admit to because our society has normalized like self-hate almost where it's almost normal to point out your flaws and point out how you can improve as if that is a strength of yours when in reality you're just pointing out and you're looking for areas you're lacking in to validate that you are not enough because when we focus on those areas of 
oh, I need more money. I need more of this. I need more of that. I'm not enough of this. I need to work on this. You're focusing on what you don't have, that space of what's not there. It's like that cup half empty, half full type. You're looking at it as half empty. You're focusing on that empty space that's not there instead of focusing on the full part of the water that's there to hydrate you, cool you off, whatever the fuck it is. You still have half a cup, so how can you learn to fill it even more to its tillabram? And when I talk about self-love, I'm, I use this cup mentality again of your cup of love should be to the top, and that's like kind of like how your energy kind of is. And when you disperse your love, that's like when your cup goes down, it gets drained. So it's important to learn how you can continuously refilling your own cup to the very top and learning how to give back to yourself and learning how to take care of yourself, meet your own needs, meet your own standards. And a huge part of that is learning what those are. That starts with acknowledging that you have needs that are not being met. So acknowledgement is the first step, I think, in in how you could start changing your life and taking that step forward is acknowledging that, hey, I'm not happy in life. I'm not feeling great. I'm not doing great, I don't think. How can I choose better for myself? And the next thing is acceptance. Accepting that this is your situation, this is what's gotten you here, and you are still living despite it all or because of it all, however you choose to word that for you. It's your life, babe. But I think we get too pigeonholed in dwelling in everything that went wrong in our lives and focusing on why we're the victims, why we had no other option. When you have to look at it as everything is a choice and if something didn't work out in your favor, it was simply an experience you were meant to learn through. And when we look back on those periods of saying we made a wrong decision, a bad decision, or we were too stupid, too naive, you didn't have the knowledge that you have now because you went through it. If things went great just the way you hoped and nothing was a problem, nothing was a hiccup, of course you're not going to look back and learn from anything because it went exactly the way you wanted it to. Growing, you have to learn. Changing, you have to learn. It's because you're learning, you're expanding your mind, expanding your way of living to new areas that are unfamiliar to you. And you can't expect to succeed in every area all the time without any expectation of failure. Failure is a part of life and we're so focused on trying to avoid failure, we never learn or we never accept those opportunities of what feels good to us because we're so used to everything going our way. And that's boring, that's a little spoiled. I mean, yes, the universe can treat us well, the world is so good in so many ways, but you gotta have a little, come on, you gotta rough it up, build up some character. So I always like to think of these moments of acceptance, especially when I look back on periods of my childhood and people that hurt me I'm funnier because of it. <laughs> That's what I like to gaze. Like, I'm a funnier person because of it. And yes, it sucked. Yes, it was awful. Yes, I didn't deserve that. But this is what I learned from it. And not only that, I'm a funny ass bitch because of the trauma. And almost put your own little spin on it because you can't change the past. You can only learn from those memories, those experiences, those events, and know how you could do better for yourself moving forward. Whether that be a relationship, friendship, family members, a job, school, whatever it is where you felt like you fucked up or made a dumb decision in, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just a story now and you could just look back on it, reflect on it and say, okay, this is where I knew I fucked up. This is how I know I could do better. And now I know how I can do better because I'm going to try something else. 
learning how to just try to be happier in general when I was at that period of, all right, we're just looking up at this point. What other possibilities are out there? That was me accepting, yes, I understand how I got to this point. Yes, I understand the decisions I made in the past and how I got here. I could have the choice to sit here and feel sorry for myself or just say, yep, that sucked. How can I climb the fuck out of this hole? And learning how to start grabbing onto shit and seeing if I can hang on or not. And that's what acceptance is, is knowing that you deserve better despite everything you've been through. And now it's your responsibility to pull yourself up and get you there. What is it going to take to get you to that next level? Like a little sim upgrade. What is, how are you going to upgrade your sim? And the first step, I think, especially when we're looking at that we deserve better because we feel like we've hit rock bottom in, is knowing that you are not at rock bottom. I think we like to feel like we are stuck in this pity of despair and not feeling worthy or feeling good enough because how could we fuck up so bad that we're now in this place of complete failure feels like. It's not. It's a part of growing, I think. And I think we've all hit what feels like rock bottom multiple, multiple times in our lives and we don't know it or we don't realize it all the time because it happens constantly, consistently. And the worst day of your life when you were eight is completely different than the worst day of your life when you're 28. And the point I'm getting at is rock bottom is going to constantly change the older you get. So you're going to constantly feel like you're getting lower and lower and living in that pit of despair and pity for yourself. So you have the choice to either continue to live there, let it fester, feel worse about it, and just be in this old pity party and feeling angry at the world or you can choose to reflect on what happened how you got to the situation and learn new ways to pull yourself out of it to do better and it's that knowing that you do deserve better this was just one outcome what else can you do to make things good for you again and it's that hope that you're like okay what is going to be good for me what's going to get me to a good place It's knowing that you have value and that you are worthy of being in that good place of what's going to make you happy, make you passionate and make you not feel like that this is the lowest point in your life. When you view yourself as a valuable person or someone of value, you're saying you matter and that you deserve to take up space, that you deserve to have these good things because you have good ideas, you have a good personality, you have a good sense of humor, you have good whatever it may be. You know that you are innately worthy of good things because of your value. I remember seeing this story on, I think it was like TikTok or something, where the dad gives the daughter like two stones or something and says to like, go to this, like go to the jeweler, go to the pawn shop, go to the guy on the corner. And basically what it is, is the daughter runs to this random man in the corner. She's like, I have these two stones. How much will you give me for them? The guy says two quarters. She goes to the next place, like a pawn shop or something. The guy looks at them, says, I'll give you $200. The dad, the, the dad then tells her to go to the jeweler who looks at it and he goes, I'll give you $20,000. And the message that I got from that is, don't let anyone else tell you what your worth is. If you know that you're a fucking expensive bitch, that you are worthy, that you are high value, and that you deserve to be a bougie-ass passenger princess-ass bitch, that's what you deserve. And no one's going to tell you shit about that. And I'm saying this especially for my girlies because I know when it comes to dating, babe, we're just out here looking for love. We're pulling at fucking straws here. I swear to God. We don't have to go down that rabbit hole. But 
I think it's so easy to settle and to view ourselves as less than a bare minimum bullshit when in our hearts we know we deserve so much better. And for myself, when I was at a point with my nine to five job and I was hating it and I knew that this wasn't right for me, this wasn't what I wanted in life, I knew in my heart I could do so much better because I had all these ideas, I had this ambition, but it wasn't pliable in the place I was working at at that time. I could see how great I could be in doing something different, doing something that allowed me to be more free with my ideas, my creativity, and the place I was working at wasn't it. So I knew I deserved better and that gave me the confidence to know that I could leave this job and I could jump off at that point because I knew what I was capable of and what was being provided to me, what I was going through, wasn't that. And go and because I realized what my worth was, I realized I had good ideas, I had good ambitions, that I have the skills and the talent that I believe are good to, pers- to just take a chance on myself, I guess I'm trying to say. And when you take that chance on yourself, you're giving yourself that validation that you believe you're good enough. And giving yourself that validation is the most empowering tool you could do. Because you're the one that's going to stand by you 100% of the time. You're living in your body. You literally have no choice but to be your own best friend, be your own love of your life. So why not learn how to value yourself like that? I always like to say when I, especially when I'm having a hard time looking at myself as being a person of value, I have to remind myself that, okay, if my best friend was in this situation, if she was going through this right now, how would I want to respond to her right now? How would I want to talk to her and take care of her right now? to help her feel better and I just do that for myself so putting myself in the shoes of someone I love and taking care of them or aka taking care of you as if it was them (laughs) especially if you're a people pleaser who's never really gotten to the habit of what it means to put yourself first above other people's needs this really helps me kind of put in perspective of how differently I treat myself versus my best friend or someone if they called me in distress versus if I'm crying and I'm like shut the fuck up you're such a fucking baby like if my best friend called me and was like I'm having a hard day like in tears crying to me I'd be like I am not getting off the phone with you until we are giggling our booties off so treating yourself like your own best friend the own love of your life that's how you should love yourself all the time because you're that's how you're going to learn to look out for yourself and learn how to love yourself even more It's like you're taking care of a little kid again. The more you do it, the better you are at it. And because you're like your own favorite person, because if you think about doing it with a little kid, mom's typically their favorite person because mom's around. Mom's around to take care of them, to wipe their tears, make them giggle, whatever it may be. Mom yourself. Be there for yourself and learn how to love yourself. I remember hearing this a little bit back. And the way we love other people, it's how we want to be loved almost. So when the way we're loving someone, this kind of helped put in perspective for me too, because the way I would give love to my friends or show love to the people I care about, it wasn't necessarily the way, like looking at it from a point like this is how they want to receive love, but looking at it from a standpoint of this is what I want to receive. And I think that's important to keep in mind on both ends and thinking like, okay, I'm not everyone is going to love the same way I do, but I deserve the love I give. So give that love to yourself and give yourself that own heart space for you, especially with dating. Like, don't give your heart out for free, babe. Be selfish with it. Be greedy with it a little bit. Like, you don't need to be giving out free samples like that. But with yourself, be greedy. Be Costco greedy with that. When it comes to you, that's the only exception. 
And that's going to be the next part too is love. Number four, love. Getting to know yourself, you're going to learn how to fall in love with yourself. And when you learn to love yourself, you learn how to take care of yourself and what your needs and desires are and essentially like what makes you excited about life. Like what sets your soul on fire and what does it mean to make you truly happy that's what i think love is about is what is going to get you excited about living day to day again like what do you really want in this world like i said before where i was feeling in rock bottom and looking to the skies for something better it took time it took getting to know myself what i was excited about what i loved about life what i actually loved about myself and learning what actually made me happy like what skills i was good at what things i liked about my personality in my mind and just learning how to be a freer version of myself instead of this restricted person that I feel like has just been created out of accumulation of choices that other people wanted for me versus choices that I genuinely made for myself because I thought it was for my best interest and this is especially to my people pleasers out there but when you learn how to love yourself and you learn how to take care of yourself what your needs are what your wants are you know what you're going after, what is important to you, and you're learning that you are the priority. You are the number one priority, which shows that you deserve to take up space. You deserve to have a voice, have needs in this world. And I think we all need a little reminder of it is we're all humans. We all have needs. We all want wants. We all have desires. So there's nothing to be selfish or considered needy or greedy of it because of it. When you put in the work, when you put in the energy of going after what you want and what you deserve, and more importantly, you know how to take care of yourself through it all, that is being a badass bitch. That is a boss bitch move. Not having to rely on other people, especially when it comes to emotional needs, because you learn how to keep yourself in check as well as learning, okay, this is why I'm feeling this way. It's because I need this. It's because I'm not finding this. You're learning how to communicate with yourself more effectively other than having to be met with these anxious and these anxieties that are essentially just unprocessed emotions. And when we process our emotions more, we learn to understand them better. And that's how we build empathy for not just ourselves, but for other people and how we can just be better humans in general. All right. And the next one is learn, invest in your interests. Again, think of it like a Sims character. Like, you know, like when the Sims are like learning the piano or boxing or art or whatever, you're leveling up the Sims character the more you do something. When you learn an interest of yours or something you want to try or dabble in or whatever, it's okay to look stupid. It's okay to try something and absolutely suck at it. But the more you do it, the better you get. That's why whenever you take a chance on something or you want to try something new because you have a gut feeling you want to do it or just try it for the heck of it, take a chance on yourself. Why not? The worst you could do is fuck up and just learn how to do better next time. I think I'm guilty of this too, where I immediately want to just be amazing at everything I just tried for the first time. Like the first time I tried surfing, I've wanted to surf my whole life. And I didn't, the first time I surfed, I think I was 22 when I first moved to LA. I sucked. Oh my God. I ate shit. I was choking on salt water for, I'm not even kidding. I feel like two fucking days, man. It was brutal. And I didn't want to do it for a while because I was mad that I was bad at it. And I was like, fuck, I wanted to be good. Like, I want to be like a pro surfer. Like, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I grew up in the Midwest. So 
the closest ocean is in Florida. So what the fuck was I thinking I was going to learn? <laughs> Just be a magical surfing goddess or some shit. But hell, I gave it a shot. Got up on the, did not get up on the board. I fell off that board so many fucking times. But I tried it. Wasn't great. I mastered what I like to call a dead seal surf. And that's what I'm sticking with. That's going to be my signature style going forward. But again, it was a humbling experience for sure. But there's room to grow. And all we could do is do better and be better. And how do we get better at something? By doing it more and more and more. Repetition, I think, is so underrated sometimes. Because when we feel like it's repeating itself all the time, we feel like we're fucking up. But we're not seeing that we're developing a pattern. We're developing skills. And those take time. Those take time to continuously do. Like anything. And so when we learn how to take care of ourselves, we learn what our needs are, what our wants are, what our desires are. And if these desire and if these desires are something that are going to make you happy long term or you think that this is going to be a part of your long term goal, why not start it? Why not give it a try? It's just like anything, even in business. Like the first time I had to run a business ad for myself, I was fucking shitting myself. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And honestly, it did not generate anything. <laughs> But I ran it and I was like, I'm going to like, I was so afraid of it being such like a fucked up experience because I wasn't getting any leads. I wasn't really getting any, any grasp from it. And I was just like, fuck, like, what do I do like this? I'm a failure. But it was the first ad I ran and it was only for a week. So it's like, this was just the first trial. Like I never put an ad out before. This is the first time I really promoted anything. So of course I'm not going to see that initial like a hundred, hundreds of leads feedback and whatever the fuck it is it's gonna take time a little bit and it sucks to say but that's just how it is i think with um social media we throw that term viral around a lot and sometimes things take time and this is one of those things is to build up a skill to learn more about yourself it's gonna take time and the best you could do is learning how to utilize the time with your best interest in mind and maybe it's not learning a skill maybe it's learning that this absolutely was not for you and it's not worth investing in and moving forward in I always like to think of how time is our greatest investment because it's the one thing we cannot control, which is going to bring me to my next point, And that is understanding that you always have a choice. There's a power in choice because we always have that, especially with time. Like I said before, time is the one thing we can't control. So I think the way we choose to invest our time into certain tasks, activities, whatever, I think that is how you can look at what you have a choice in is how am I choosing to utilize my time and even more so looking at what options you are. A lot of times I hear, well, I didn't have another choice. There was no other way. And we think so tunnel vision that this is the only way to do it. But it's important to remember that that is just your perspective right now. Yes, everything seems chaotic. Yes, everything seems like there's too much going on. And there only seems to be this one solution because up until this point, all the knowledge, all your experiences that have built up to this point have led you to viewing that this one answer is the only answer. We forget that we only know what we've experienced or what we've been through or what we've learned through. So if this is a new experience, there's other options. You just haven't learned how to see those yet. So when you feel very like, there's no other way out, I have to do this, I have to do that. Looking at it, well, what if I didn't have to do it? How else can I achieve this? Or how else can I do it another way or make it work? Or 
figuring out an alternative solution. And it's learning how to shift your perspective in expanding your mind that there are other possibilities. Even the craziest thing in the world. Like, honestly, sometimes I think it is kind of helpful, weirdly, to think of worst case scenario and then being like, okay, well, it's not that bad. Personally, I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I think it can be helpful in certain situations where if you've considered it to be the worst, what's the best it can be? And then trying to find like a happy middle, you know, of like, okay, this is the worst case. This is the best case. Obviously two extremes I'm working with. What's a good balance in that? And trying to find what options are in that gray area because it's big. We got black, we got white. And if you look at that color scale, there's so many different varieties of it in between. And all of those are options. So learning how to see different options for yourself is how you can kind of see like, okay, this is how I can start achieving this. This is how I can do this. And you're learning how to build that path of ideas of, okay, these are the possibilities. These are what I can do now. And then it's simply how you can learn how to take action and moving forward with those choices based on how you, I guess, feel good about your life. And I go off of what makes me feel happy, what I feel good doing, like public speaking, like helping people through life coaching and art and different shit. That's what I feel good about. That's what makes me me. And that's how I've learned how to make my career around me and what makes me happy. And so, and I know this is not the path for everyone. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying this is how you can learn how to love yourself a little bit more, learning what makes you you, learning how to be happier with yourself. And I hear so many stories, especially with people that have struggled with addiction and are sober now. And hearing what different passions they found through sobriety and through recovery, it's, it's so empowering. Because I remember when I was struggling, I just remember thinking, what's going to be the thing that I'm going to find that I'm going to be like, oh my god, like this is what I go to now when I'm feeling low. And honestly, it's making content, it's recording, it's making videos, it's doing shit like this. And it, it's such like a weird thing because I never really tried it before. I think I was always a very shy kid. I was very much like a, I want to be invisible, but also I just want to be immediately YouTube famous too. And I think it's just one of those things that's like, I was too afraid to try in to actually give myself a chance to be that or to do that. And, and honestly, the fear of being seen is so limiting. And when I started realizing like that was my fear is being seen, being in the public eye, being having public videos out there for the world to see, like, I, like, I don't care if it has like four views, like it's on the internet. You could Google my name and my shit comes up and I'm like, damn, that's wild. But if you want to be seen, if you want to be someone that makes content that try, or even not, if you just want to try new things and you're afraid of being embarrassed, think of that. The fear of being seen is limiting. And if that's what you feel is restricting you, know that you are already doing better than the person that's judging you because of it. And with judgment in general, I always look at it as, okay, if I'm trying this and someone's making fun of me because of it, why? What are you lacking? What you think that, what are you, what is that person lacking that they find the time and the energy to point at my life and my decisions and be like, oh, that's stupid that's dumb. Why would you do it? Like, okay, can you do it any better? Like, why don't you get up here? There's this saying I heard in public speaking where it's, I heard this around someone's like first speech, especially is when you're standing there in front of the whole fucking audience with the microphone 
and you're so afraid of being judged of saying something stupid know that you're already better and more qualified of speaking in that room than anybody else because everyone else is an audience member and you are the one with the fucking mic and i think that's anything with sports like even when i was surfing like i felt like a bitch with a microphone when i was getting on that board falling eating sand but i was still trying it i was still surfing i was still trying to give it a go i was still trying to give it my best effort when there could be some bitch on the beach that was judging me but bitch if you, if you okay that would be embarrassing though if she was like a pro surfer but i'm taking the surfing incident i got up there i took a chance and i embarrassed the fuck out of myself on that board in that ocean but i did it and i honestly feel better and more confident about it than talking about it with someone who's judging me for eating shit in it and they've never surfed in their life like okay how about you do better unless you're bethany fucking hamilton i gave it my best shot all right <laughs> i'm a beginner and i grew up in the midwest all right what do you want from me that's gonna be it for this week's episode guys i thank you all so fucking much for listening and let me know if you guys liked it if you like this podcast please give me a five star rating and if you want to give me a follow i'm gonna link my tiktok and my instagram handles below as well and if you're interested in booking a one-on-one coaching session with me my email is going to be below as well as my website you can fill out one of the client applications or request one for me directly if you have any questions Follow me on YouTube as well, where I'm going to be starting to do more live calls, more videos going to be posted on there about my life, more about my keynote speech and all that shit. So follow me on there if you're looking for more in the life of me content. Uh, Other than that, that's going to be it for this week, guys. I love you all so much. Have an amazing fucking week. Have so much fun this weekend, and I'll talk to you all soon. Bye.